Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, our careful in ages past and ages to come. Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this day. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Now, Master, we invite you into this um, setting on tonight. We ask that you will just shower down your blessing and anoint us with your word from on high. Bless the teacher, bless the student that will be able to saturate your word. Father God, in times like these, we need your word. Best sick in the church and Marie family, all the Atlantic country. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Unbroken promise. Uh, we all know that God does not break his promise. Man can break them, but God does not break a promise. Uh, lesson said in Genesis 12, 1 through 5, 7. And chapter 15, 1 through 7. Uh, time had come when God had begun to build a, a new nation of people. And, and that people will be a people of faith. Uh, God will, rebent, will begin this new nation, starting with Abram. God will make a covenant with Abram, which will become Abraham. In this covenant, the new nation will be governed. And uh, we find that this is a, he's calling Abram uh, out of Haram. When they left Ur, Abraham and his family left. His father, his his brother, and and the whole group had left uh, Ur and moved to Haram. And then when they got to Haram, uh, Abraham's father, Turan, died. And it's uh, one of his brothers had died, too. Uh, Lot's uh, father. And so God comes to Abraham and and calls him to to to, uh, to be a, to be the head of a new a whole new nation of people, a whole new pa- nation of faith. And and he, he asked him to actually asked him to leave his family because in the in the neighborhood that they're in it's because idolatry has become so bad in that area that God uh, wants you to move to a place that He will show him. Uh, Sometimes when God uh, wants you to to be at a place where He wants you to be, He needs you to to separate from from where you are, and, he, and that's what he's actually asking Abraham to do, is to separate from, from where, he, where he is. So he says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from uh, thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show you. Uh, so God has come to the point where he has denounced the nations of the earth and, and ready to start afresh with a new nation. Of people that will obey him. 
so his, that's what he that's what it is when he's calling Abraham. So again, his father uh, Abraham's father has died, and and God has, has told him that he needs him to get out of that country. And the country of his nativity, the, the place of his upbringing, the land of Mesopotamia is what he originally is calling for him. And again, that place had become intense in idolatry. Uh, uh, Abraham wants to leave his kindred. And, and it, it is believed by many theologians that, that Abraham's father was deeply into idolatry. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons he needed him to leave his, his family. Uh, and Abraham was to leave his father's house. Uh, and Abraham's father's house was, uh, many believe, was the business of making stuff for idols. Uh, so uh, he needed to get away from all that. So we need to get away from, from all the things that's keeping us from being what God has called us to be. And, and to do that many times, he needs us to just completely get away from everything that's holding us back. Uh, Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, if a man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And if any man is not willing to give up all to follow God, then they cannot be his disciples. So if you cannot be able to, to do that, then you're not going to be the disciple that he has called you to be. And he said, unto a land that I will show you. So he, this place that he's going to uh, show him, he doesn't tell him anything about it. Uh, God did not tell Abraham where he was going. Uh, so this shows the measure of faith that Abraham had in, in God and that he don't know where he's going. It's just that he has to have the faith that wherever he's going, God is going to take care of him. And it's going to be a place that's going to be all right. So by faith, Abraham leaves all that he had and moves to a place that he's going to show him. Verse 2 says, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shall be a blessing. So God has promised Abraham how, how he will honor him and bless him. Uh, one of the first things he says is that uh, he promised Abraham, I will make thee a great nation. This new nation of people will be blessed in, a, in, a, in number and in time. Uh, the number of believers will grow so, to an untold number. Uh, the true believers are all over the world. So he'll bless him that way. Uh, and, and next promise he makes to him is, I will bless thee. God will bless the works of his hand. God is teaching Abraham that he will be with him in his in faithfulness to God. Abraham's name will be changed, uh, Abram's name will be changed to Abraham. And and the covenant God makes with Abraham will be a blessing through uh throughout his seed. So his seeds will be blessed because of it from generation to generation. And I will make their name great. Many times when you read the New Testament, uh, the Jews uh, probably say we be Abraham's seed, and and when you study and and and, and really get a glimpse of uh, how Christian relationship is, Abraham's name comes up so much. 
So he is a, a, a great name among uh, biblical studies, generation to generation. Uh, Abraham uh, is the key to all of it because he is considered the father of faith. And the fourth blessing of God promised Abraham is that thou shall be a blessing. God has uh, uh, honored Abraham by calling him and making him the father of many nations. And many of the follow Abraham uh, understand that God would be, he would be blessed because uh, they are a follower of his. Verse 3 talks about it. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in that, in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. They that come to Christ, God will, will bless. In other words, I will bless them that bless thee. They that are the children of Abraham, those that place their faith in Christ, God will bless. Uh, many of the Jews claim to be the children of Abraham. And Jesus told them if they were the children of Abraham, they would believe in him and not uh, crucified. And uh, they will they that and curse them that curse thee. Those are the people that reject him. In other words, those that reject Christ, deny Christ, and refuse to hear Christ, will be condemned and will pay the ultimate penalty for doing so. They will be cast in the lake of fire. They will be cursed. Then he said, in all deep and all deep shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Jesus would come through the lineage of Abraham. Uh, Matthew 1 2, and that Jesus would be the one that all families of the earth would be blessed. Jesus is the one that all nations of the earth are to come and be. Gospel of Jesus Christ is universally shared for all men to accept and be saved. So, the blessing that He's going to give is that He's going to be blessed through Christ our Savior. Verse 4 talks about how Abraham served lots and all their households departed out of Canaan. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of her. Uh, Abraham obeyed God. Uh, Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. Uh, Abraham did not hesitate to obey God. All that God said to him shows Abraham faith in God. Abraham trusted him and obeyed him. But one thing that, that it didn't say it in that is that he did not tell him to take Lot with him. So, and Lot went with him. Um, God order was for Abraham to leave his kindred. But Lot is not left behind. Lot follows him. And when you study about Abraham, you find out that though it seemed like a harmless thing, Lot can become wealthy like Abraham does, and they eventually have to separate because Lot's uh, people and Abraham people uh, start uh, bickering over uh, their their flocks and things, so they actually have to separate. And Lot, the trouble Lot gets in after he separates from Abraham. Uh, so you realize that there was a reason that God 
did not tell him to take Lot with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. So now he is 75 years old. He and his wife and their servants, along with Lot and his servants, uh, set out for a journey to the land of Canaan, their destination. Uh, And Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance they had gathered. And they went forth into the land of Canaan, and to the land of Canaan they came. Uh, so Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and went forth into the land of Canaan. Uh, so Abraham did uh, what God had called him to do. He, 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 he prepared for a journey, and he went this journey just as the Lord had asked him to do. So he does no hesitation on Abraham Paul. And unto the land of Canaan they came. Does not say that they didn't have some uh, problems on the way, because we know that they went. They had some problems. Uh, actually, when you go from... Uh, uh, Verse 12 to verse 15, which is the next part of our lesson, we realize that Abraham has to go down to Egypt, and Abraham fought some wars. So there there were some things in between uh, uh, that Abraham is going to go through. But it does not mean that God wasn't with him, and God bought him out through everything uh, because of his faith. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Until thy seed will I give this land, and there build he an altar to the Lord and appeared unto him. So God comes to Abraham after he brings Abram out of the land of Canaan and assures him uh, that what he has told him before. God appears to Abraham and reveals to him his purpose in bringing him to Canaan. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. God now fulfills his promise to Abraham. God bring uh, Abraham to the place God promised to show him. God says to Abraham, unto thy seed will I give this land. Canaan was not just for Abraham. It was for the the seed also. This is an indication uh, that Abraham is going to have some children. Uh, Verse uh, 1 in, uh, of, of chapter 15, uh, God appears to Abraham and gives him a great encouragement. Again, between verse uh, chapter 12 and verse and chapter 15, uh, Abraham has went through some things. Abraham has went down to Egypt and told him the told servant to tell him that that she is his sister, not his wife. There was a phantom. The reason that he went on there, that he went on and, and fought some battles. Uh, he met Mel Chizadek, and, and he did a lot of things when he come back to verse 7 and still doesn't have an heir. So God comes to uh, Abraham uh, and, and gives him some encouragement. You see, God didn't tell Abraham what timetable he would be on, but he told him that he would do these things. But uh, well, how impatient we are that when God doesn't do exactly what he said in our time frame, uh, we have our faith begin to fail. So he comes and cursed Abraham again. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, 
I am thy seal, and thy exceedingly great reward. So God promised Abraham prosperity and land. And God, over over this period of time, God has tested Abraham's uh, faith, confronted him with drought and conflict uh, and, and battle, uh, and Sarah still have not conceived the child. And after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision. God uh, appears to us and reveals things to us in, in, in a number of ways. It can be by a personal appearance of himself. It can be about a voice. It can be by a vision, which he does with Abraham. It can be by an angel, which he does with, with uh, 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 Mary. When, when, when she's talking about Jesus, it can be by the Holy Spirit. So he pierced Abraham in a vision and says, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. God knew what was in the heart and comforts of Abraham. God knew that apprehension and anxiety. Because there's a lot of years done passed by. So the first thing God does here is, is kind of give Abraham some peace. Then uh, he assures him to continue to believe in the promise. God tells him that he is a constant protection and coverage. In other words, I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. Uh, uh, to have the covering and protection of God is to say that we uh, have God in our lives. In other words, you're in good hands. And that commissioner said about all state, you're in good hands when you have uh God is your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Verse 2 talks about Abraham's uh, request of more or less Abraham uh, trying to figure things out. And Abraham said, Lord God, what would thou give me? Said I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eleazar of Damascus. Uh, Abraham is, is saying in his heart, uh, some concern that he had. Uh, and and uh, Abraham wants, wants, talks about that is, is he going to have to adopt this error? In other words, uh, the steward of his house is Eliezer of Damascus. And in those days, many a time that uh, if you didn't have an error, you would you would have to take one of your slaves and, and, and uh, one of the workers of and and make them an error. But uh, God is not uh, telling Abraham to do that. We've learned uh, uh, from history uh, and our own experience that God would never accept a substitute for what his word has already declared. If his word has declared that Abraham is going to have a, a son, then Abraham is going to have a son, and Eleazar is not his son. So uh, you can get away from that. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. And lo, one born of my high is my heir. And Abraham of concern is, Behold, to me thou hast not given no seed. God has promised to give Abraham a son. And, and, and you can see by now it's beginning to work heavily on Abraham's heart. Uh, all the other blessings that God uh, uh, had already given, he gave him in the land, he gave him wealth and the like. Uh, 
But all that meant nothing if Abraham didn't have a son or a daughter. Abraham uh, had not lost sight of God's promise. Abraham, uh, uh, as we all must understand it, that uh, his timing uh, and, and, and God's timing is not all the same. Uh, uh, he has not given him a seed, but Abraham's faith is still in that God just keeps his promise. Uh, God does not tell Abraham when this promise is going to be made. He just tells him that it is going to be. And when God makes a promise, he's going to keep it. So we have to have the faith to to believe that uh, it's coming. It's coming. It's just that his time is not our time. And lo, one born of thy house is mine heir. Abraham was not content with the a surrogate heir, one born of his house. Uh, his neighbors was having children. He talked about that, but not him. He wanted, uh, he wanted what God had promised him, a son. He knew that God was the giver of life and is the giver of life. So verse 4, God promised Abraham a son uh, and numerous prosperity. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, this shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own body shall be thine heir. Uh, so Abraham, uh, God speaks to Abraham concerning his concerns. Uh, and behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, There's no time frame when God is uh, unaware of what we are, are facing. God knows what we are facing. Uh, God makes himself known in his words to Abraham. God's faithfulness from time to time must be reassured to his children. In other words, how many times do we have to tell the child that I promise I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Uh, Abraham in this verse is being reassured that he's having a son. He says, this shall not be thine heir. God is saying to Abraham that he cannot break his promise. God wants Abraham to know that he uh, and his promise is still active. Uh, don't give up on it. Uh, God will reassure Abraham, uh, will bless him with the son from his loins, but he will come forth out of his own loins. Even here, God does not tell Abraham when uh, he will bless Abraham with a son, but he lets him know that before he die, he's going to have one. That's a blessing in itself. It was going to come out of his, his, his own Lord. And he brought him forth abroad and said, look, not toward heaven and tell the, and, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. So God gave Abraham a vision of the future. And he brought him forth abroad and looked. Die toward heaven and tell the stars that thou be able to number them. <clears throat> and God brings Abraham uh, in the night, most likely, just before the break of day, and gives him the glimpse of how many arrows he will have, how, how many uh, uh, descendants it's going to be like. In other words, you, you worry about this, but you don't have to worry no more. I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And Abraham believed God. 
uh, and God counted when he believed him for righteousness and renewed his promise to give them the land of Canaan. So he says unto him, and he, uh, uh, what was that? And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it for him for righteousness. And he believed the Lord. In other words, he believed what the Lord has told him. Uh, his his continuous belief has been that way from the beginning. Though our faith wavers from time to time, he's not giving up on God. And he counted to him for righteousness. And what he's declaring is righteousness is God declares us righteousness because we have placed our faith in him. And let's face it, none of us are truly righteous. We are, as Christians, declared righteous. What Paul talks about so much in the New Testament, uh, God, uh, in the book of Romans, God pronounces us as being righteous. The reason is we are robed in the righteousness of Christ. And when God looks upon us, in essence, he is not looking uh, at the sin for us, he is looking at the righteousness of his son, Jesus Christ. So God uh, looked at the Abraham for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that bought thee out of Ur and out of the Chaldeans and give thee the land to inherit it. God identifies himself to Abraham again and says unto him, I am the one that bought you out of, uh, bought thee out of Ur out of the Chaldeans. And God speaks to Abraham to recall a covenant relationship. Because again, a lot of years that went by uh, that he made with him. God wants Abraham to continue to believe in him as he did in the, in the very beginning. Uh, when when I, again, when our patients, and we, we are very impatient people. And when things don't happen, when we think they ought to happen, uh, we lose our faith. But he wants Abraham to keep the faith. Remember what I've done to give thee this land as an inheritance. God has given the land to Abraham and his seed as an inheritance. This means that God, Lord, has willed this land as an inheritance to his promised people. So uh, what God is in himself is he, I am the Lord, the Lord Jehovah, the covenant making and, and covenant keeping God. He said unto him that uh, I bought thee out of the land of, of the earth. He letting him know that uh, to give thee the land of an inheritance. So he letting him know that all the things that I have promised you, the lesson talks about a promise keeping. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping them. I gave you the land. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a son. I'm going to do all the things that I have promised because God cannot break a promise. God would us help us to live uh, in accordance with the covenant he made with us in salvation to follow Christ. Our covenant with Christ is to be our central focus as we live the Christian life. In other words, this promise that we, uh, God has made that, that through faith we are saved. We can depend on that because God has promised that. Uh, it will be fulfilled. Uh, there's no reason to give up on it. So we just have to keep the faith. And that's what I have on this lesson. 
Very good. Thank you, brother teacher. Good lesson. On your hand, Tess, I guess. That's Miss. Deacon Wade, if you want to go ahead and uh, pray us out, that's, that is perfectly okay. All right. Tell God, our Father, we come, O oh Lord, thanking you for this opportunity that we had this evening, O oh Lord. Yeah. We pray to help someone is helped in some kind of way, O oh Lord, that will make them better and hope that their understanding will be better. We ask your guidance and direction in all that we do. We thank you. We love you. We need you in all that we do. These are so many blessings we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Beautiful lesson. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.